This is the chop up, trying to get chopped up, not get slapped up. You already know. Well, well, y'all know what it is. It's another Monday night. It's quarantine Monday because the Rona's out there doing her thing. So we definitely are Still. happy. Huh? Still. Still, the absolutely. Still. Like Dre and Snoop. Still. Hey, and it came back like. It's the C O V. Look, allow me to introduce myself. You know what I'm saying? My name is it's O V. O V. But we, we out here, and uh, it's good to be back with y'all. We definitely are excited to have some conversations today. I actually flipped up the snapshot, so we're gonna talk a little Beyonce and No Name today. Get into it and talk a little bit about that for the snapshot. Uh, then we got some political chop for you. A whole bunch of different things, whether it's the evictions coming up, the election, these presidents running their mouth. We got some stuff to say about that. And then George is gonna jump on. Lee, what's your topic? Man, the culture chop. We're gonna talk about Ellen and allyship. You know oh yeah, that like, Ellen. That she's she been doing I've been knowing about it. Really, this is an example of, let me get this lock right here. Her chick is coming home to roost. So we're going to talk a little bit about what uh, white allyship looks like and how it'll get a lot of y'all in trouble because we're going to put some air quotes around allyship. So we can go ahead and get the show popping right now. Thank y'all for popping in. Go ahead and share the show. Like I said, like it, love it, interact with that, but definitely let us know you in here and talk to us in the comments. And no doubt, Noel, we definitely on top of the job. Can't wait to hear from you. Uh, it's your girl, Toya G in the building uh, with some great individuals. I got a couple of them who can speak for themselves, so tell me who I'm with. And y'all already know who it is. It's your boy, The Political Plug. And I got to stop saying that. I'm from the early 2000s, so y'all know what it is. It's your boy. <laughs> literally how we was taught to introduce ourselves. <laughs> so I'm going to stop. Y'all, y'all hearing it right now, you feel me? I'm going I'm to I'm I'm be a little bit more creative. It's The Political Plug. Uh... Yo, we here. We here to do the damn thing. I'm with. I'm with my peoples. You know how they say I got my peoples with me. So we in. Hey, y'all know me, man. It's the edutainer. When you get education and entertainment together, y'all know I used to love them DJ Khaled long ass introductions. You know what I'm saying? I used to love them types. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, it's your boy George Lee, aka Consciously. Don't forget to leave. Make sure y'all follow me at georgeleespeaks.com for all your merch and all your booking. And shout out to all the parents out there. You know what I'm saying? Rona, Rona, Rona. <laughs> right, right, right. Rona, Rona. Shout out to the boy Zane. Shout out to Zane. He's going to be joining us tonight. We're going to him in the background, but we're going to push through so y'all stick with us because we're about to have a real good conversation. Speaking of that, I want to start it off with a snapshot talking <laughs> about this wild. Uh, Beyonce and no name situation that has exploded uh, and taken over the airways and really the tweet ways, if you will, uh, over the weekend. No name who has definitely gotten herself into a lot of Afro pessimist, anti blackness, uh, anti capitalist literature here lately has been doing a great job. As a matter of fact, we applauded her not very long ago for making sure uh, J. Cole was being held in tone and perspective. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if applaud is the correct word. <laughs> And so, there were people that uh, applauded they, her, yeah. They called a task. It was a couple records released or whatever, and they 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 said what they had to say. And so now this time around, uh this time like around King has been really released uh by mm. Beyonce, which is why the title of this this little segment, this little coat, this snapshot is gonna be say my no name. Yeah, I get the point right there. Say my no name. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with that, Blackest King is out, and no name was like, Well, wait. Uh, Beyonce here 
is definitely profiting, benefiting, dare I say, exploiting these images of blackness and black people from the continent. And that is wrong and problematic for a bunch of different reasons. So I want to talk to y'all, ask the comments, ask y'all, shout out to Jay Williams in the comments. Uh, do y'all feel like, first of all, let's just get this out in the air. Is Beyonce above rebuke and above criticism? Or do you feel like um, she has been open to criticism and just been dodging them things? Do y'all feel like she held to a higher standard or do you feel like she just ain't got nothing to be criticized about? So I'm gonna say ain't nobody above being criticized. That's that's the thing. Nobody's above nobody's above criticism, but I will say this: there is a very thin line between constructive criticism and hating. It's a thin line. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And so you know, while while we so while nobody's above reproach, everybody should have the ability to be called into question. Everybody should really have the ability to say, I gotta, you know, this is where you could be better, right? But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? I, I do think like timing, you feel me? Platform, wording, phrasing, positioning, all of those things, all those things matter. You know what I'm saying? And kind of delineating the nuance between hating and constructive criticism. And I think with no name specifically, she totes that line too much for me. <laughs> like, like she's... Like you know, I can I I, I get her point. You a little biased. Let's I am a little biased. I am. I am. And 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 we'll speak more to the bias after we get past this point and where that bias comes from once we get past this point. And so it's like, nah, I don't think Beyonce is above reproach, but I think where when people choose to pick where people choose to pick their spots, uh, I think it's problematic because ultimately we need people showcasing this shit. And if and if the people who have the biggest voices and the biggest platforms are ignoring blackness and ignoring embracing blackness and, and showing blackness and his greatness. If they weren't doing that, we would be saying, why y'all not doing that? You know what I'm saying? So I think as, as much as we want to say, you know, it, there is a level of criticism that's deserved and, and that's there. Ultimately it's a damned, if you do damned, if you don't situation, because mm-hmm. if Beyonce wasn't showing that type of love to blackness, then niggas would be saying, Beyonce, why you not? I mean, and, and especially you don't really want that type of diva esque or and I'm not a part of the beehive, people. I'm not a part of the beehive or the beehive. The beehive. We talked about this before the show started. This pronounce the beehive is stop. Javier, uh, we gotta get to the comments, but you said kinda maybe, but no names off. Uh, no names point is off base. Uh, agree, but not this. Elaborate on that a little more. That way, when we get to the comments, I can understand your logic, George. Yeah. Tell me what your response is. Man, I think I think that uh, I think that Beyonce and I think people that people that are in the platform or have platforms to really always already be in mainstream, I think should always be criticized. So we should, um, since so we can be kind of yeah, sharpening, yeah, I know I agree with that. You know sharpening strategies, things like that, in terms of always trying to think about and ask critical questions about what it means to stand for particular things and to us being debaters like what is the political social economic impacts of those things you know what i'm saying uh what i will say though especially after damo just spoke though i do think that damo has a point though in terms up, of man, you already know when it comes to some celebrities in terms of like damn if you do damn if you don't but i do think in this perspective that um, there have been people from the academic field that have tried to criticize Beyonce specifically for implications in capitalism. Shout out to the OG great Bell Hooks that I think tried to take uh, Beyonce to task. And I think that 
Uh, I feel like when I was young and I was in, in, in graduate school, I was real young and I, I just perceived it as being like some straight up hating that shit. But now that I'm a little bit older and I think I can kind of understand how capitalism, how you can, how you can commodify things and neoliberalism works. I think that it's something to think about, regardless of whether you think the criticism is off base or not. I feel like to talk about like fungibility of black shit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Modifying black shit, you know what I'm saying? Being able to get a buck off black shit. I think that if it is true that Beyonce has not been to Africa since 2009, and it's 2020, and now she has, you know what I'm saying, is doing some things, and most of it wasn't even shot in Africa. I think that there is a criticism there. Um, do I think that I still can appreciate the art of Beyonce and appreciate it? I think that we still can do that, but I think that it, sh- it, it, it cannot come devoid of a criticism. Okay. I have the a criticism very, not I have a question in the middle that I'm about to ask, and then I have a question at the end that I'm going to use to punctuate this conversation, and it's going to be uh, kind of a connection to what Lee just talked about. Um, first, before we get to that, I want to get to the comments so that they're still relevant. Desiree says neither. She or her team have figured out the formula to move around these situations, which is unfortunate, but telling. And I think that's true, right? We can talk about criticisms all we want to, but we really have to talk about PR responses and how the shimmy shake has happened up to this point, right? We asked if Beyonce is above reprieve and above reproach because ain't nobody been able to stick her down on nothing yet. Like, ah, we got you. We can say you did something wrong. And it's like, is she really that good or is her PR really that good? That's the question that's really kind of at stake. Hey, it's a a hand-in-hand relationship. She can make the job of her PR people easier. She got Olivia Pope somewhere back there doing some type of cooking. Uh, Malachi (laughs) says, uh, Beyonce is loved so much that I doubt criticism of Beyonce will be taken too seriously unless she does something out of character, which... It's true, right? It's out there. It's been bubbling. It's kind of a lot of people have, have made comments and been talking about it, Charlie, try, really trying to get some stick. But for whatever reason, it's just not hard enough for people to just buy into the well, idea that Beyonce is problematic. What and, and to respond to that, it's like because one, she does it well. Yeah. Like even when whenever she, she does, does these, well. these, these she moms, whenever she shows her respect, right direction. whenever I mean nah, whenever she pays, you know what I'm saying, pays her dues. Like when you look at the homecoming yeah. shit, you feel me? Like that it was it was it like we we didn't go to HBCU, so you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that feel, that vibe, not I mean, I saw it on TV, right? But but you no, could I'm look not. at it and be like, Yeah, like she's exuding a particular culture, and we gotta give her respect for being able to show that and display that in a way that we could be proud of. If the yeah. best thing you can say is, well, she's appropriating aspects of African culture and black appropriating. I don't know how far I never, we go I never like say, using that word appropriating but, when but it that, comes but to But ultimately like, that's what the that's what it is, right? Like because she's a black woman. I mean and I had so many arguments, George, you you know what I'm saying? It put me on. You and she put me on to Sheikis and put so many people on to wearing Sheikis. And I had arguments with Africans from the continent about um, you know, we're appropriating their culture because we're wearing shikis and doing them and right, and it's just like that becomes so exhausting. It's like I can't have pride, I can't. Yeah, oh yeah, because George was a dashiki as the y'all was some dashiki. Oh yeah, I see, I see, I see, I see that conversation being as though if it be where every time black African Americans niggas decide to do anything, I'm saying describing the African aesthetic or African culture, and it's always already some appropriation type shit. In my mind, does that coin flip and reciprocate when they rock in Jordans? Or they, you know I'm saying, jamming R&B music. Yeah, or they, man, like doing the hottest new trendy dance that we created in America. It's like, nah, I don't look the same way. We could probably say for another day and have some guests on, but the 
American Africans versus the continental Africans and their kind of beef and issues with each other is one that we could talk about forever, which is really at the heart of a lot of what this conversation is. I want to get back into the comments. I want to get back to the guy because this is supposed to be a snapshot. I'm trying to yes, stay connected. Yeah, but this, this, this the why why you get into the like why you choose a comment just yeah. to sprinkle uh-huh. in I yeah. feel like the specific nuance though. I think that this is not a criticism of perpetuating the African versus African American criticism. I think no name criticism was a simple, specific criticism about Beyonce's investment in capitalism and how, you know what I'm saying, she's able to take different images and kind of make them a thing to generate capital. I think that's a completely a completely different conversation in terms of talking about, well, because she didn't grow up on a continent, she can't be doing X, Y, and Z. To me, I don't think they're saying that. You feel okay. me? Especially in the age when niggas were saying Wakanda forever, and it's a yeah, made-up okay. country in Africa. You know what I'm saying? I think that it's specific a criticism of capitalism and niggas so lost in the sauce of capitalism, the criticism went over their head. Got you. Yeah, go ahead. Get to go ahead. Go get the rest of the comments. Yeah. Shout out to our YouTube listeners, by the way. We definitely see y'all dropping in. Uh even Isaiah. I know my comment, my, my topic name is lit. Thank you very much for that. Shout out. Uh Malachi says Beyonce is love so much. Oh, sorry. I read that. Uh Dominic used to be a huge Beyonce fan in college. We found that out in the comments. <laughs> no, uh, hey, shout out to Jay Wiggins, uh OKC's finest. Check this out. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Instead of <laughs> we don't need your narrative about why you used to love Beyonce. Xavier said, Hey, hey Beyonce, dope. I ain't got it. I ain't got nothing to defend. Beyonce, dope. We need black art and black voices to be heard. And the blackest king visual is great art. I am too, I am not, I too am not a part of the beehive. Overall, no, no name is off base with this one. Washington would be looking to knock her off or knock her down. A lot of people say Beyonce is an easy target because she is kind of seemingly up there, not bothering nobody, doing her thing and not overdoing it, not out speaking um, and spending her money. And so a lot of people have made that criticism. Uh, let's see. Malachi says she is mostly beyond reproach due to her celebrity status, her skills, and her status as a feminist icon, which means any criticism need to be damning in order to cause any damage. And uh, Master MP3 says, Bliss the Ambassador helped with the visuals, and he's from Africa. So, what happens when you have contributions from people from the continent, from that culture? Right. So, you're not commodifying it, you're not like she putting them on. Uh, right. But I mean, it's always a difficult. But, but this is the reason why I think it's a great criticism is because it, I feel like it teases out and exposes all of the details in terms of who getting paid, who came with the ideas, who co-signed it, how they did it. To me, I think that I think that the criticism makes it where we have to tease out all of the real facts in terms of who the, who is the ambassador of visuals. Somebody now, else matters. Then what does that conversation always devolve into? Who made this, who deputized this nigga to be the gatekeeper of what is good and bad African culture, right? It's always another level that the debate can go where it's just like, okay, you got to- Hold on, let, let me, let me, let me- yeah, Them niggas were certified. You know what yeah, let me, let me, let, let me throw this wrench in there though. We familiar with the, the phrase nigga affect, right? Absolutely. It's value, right? Anybody, you know, if you, if you uh, look up, Ronald Judy on the question of nigga authenticity. Uh, you know what I'm saying? On the question of nigga authenticity. That 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 question of, and this may be a little, you know what I'm saying, high level, you know what I'm saying, for the conversation, even though we are, we're gonna close it out so we can get to the chops. I got um, I got one question to close it out, and then we're done. Okay, I just want to say this. Even through so what we know about nigga affect though is that even with the commodification that we know is inevitable. Like black people are commodification par excellence. 
That means anything we do is going to be commodified. That cap that that uh, argument about capitalism is non-unique and it shouldn't supersede the value of the art that's being produced. No matter what we do is going to be commodified. Yeah. Like we are, like Judy said, commodification par excellence. So it's can we find it's how is that affect related? And if we can create a, a positive relationship between black people in Africa through Beyonce using systems of capital to display these images of Africa. We do it. The debater in me I definitely can permutate. You could. You could. Between like enough and too much and the right and the wrong kinds of African perspective. Because a lot of people are saying Beyonce is showing kings and queens and affluent people where the other images. And then other people are saying, but why would you want her to show a poverty stricken African continent outside of showing the riches and the regalness and the affluence and the luxury that we are, that are also associated with blackness. So it's a conflicting relationship there. Um, one of the things, and here's my last question and I'm a dip because there's so many things I could think of to talk about this, which is crazy. We're going to find a way to turn this into a chop. We are. We have to. Somehow. Yeah. Some people have said, you know, Beyonce ain't doing enough. Beyonce is just really in terms of y'all said y'all she ain't been there since 2009 or something like that. It's 28, it's 2020 now. Um, a lot of things is just like it's a disconnect there between her and the continent. Other people have said, well, damn, she give money to niggas in the States. She's giving money here and money there for these efforts or whatever. Y'all want her to come in and be an African policymaker, be a politician, change stuff that the policymakers got to change and that's an unfair burden for her so my question is if it is true at all that is it true that she's not doing enough and if she's not doing enough what else does she need to do to prove that she is worthy to be able to make these types of cultural ties and connections like what what has Beyonce done enough leave her alone or is it more that she needs to do to get the credibility necessary even in a bigger picture to be taken off she does she takes all blackness. Is, she, is that her lane? Or? Yo, Beyonce should not be our fucking focus. <laughs> Thank Beyonce for what she does, the images that she displays, yes. the way in which she promotes black. It it does not yes. matter. Like if we can create any positive relationship, if we got to attach Beyonce to Africa in order for niggas to, to have love for Africa, regardless of whether or not Beyonce been over there, fuck it. Do it. You know what I'm saying? Because ultimately, the systems that you complaining about, that Beyonce is just a cog in, is much bigger than her. And to focus on her is you literally just focusing on a tentacle of the Kraken. One tentacle. Like, it's a bigger body out there. It's more, you know what I'm saying? Niggas don't, niggas don't criticize their own city council as much as they criticize fucking celebrities. <laughs> niggas don't criticize their own school board. <laughs> As much as they criticize celebrities, I don't I'm know. serious though. Pay attention to celebrities every day. They don't pay you attention to their niggas. Boys. Don't even they niggas can't everything. tell you the name of their district attorney. The nigga who's they locking niggas up in their community. They ain't getting on Instagram or Twitter, man, to figure out what they uh, <laughs> city but council. Me. I, I, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna keep it there though. I'm gonna keep it there. Here's, here's, here's my here's my endpoint and where I'm gonna leave it. What you have implied is that niggas need to do what No Name has done. Right, which is pick up some books, pick up some reality, connect yourself to what's happening around you and really get in the mix. What I want to talk about next week, and I want to say this out loud so I don't forget it, is uh, 
the the young revolutionary and the range that they have to say the things that they say because a lot of people is like no name to shut up she just picked up books she <laughs> 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 just started reading she just started a book club versus Beyonce about this life so I want to kind of talk about those the, the the authenticity testings of of activism and whether you know because this happens on a bunch of different levels and in a bunch of different contexts a lot of old heads are saying y'all niggas is excited but y'all not certified and so I kind of want to talk about young activists, young revolutionaries, and whether criticisms like the ones against No Name are valid. But that's it. That's my topic. Shout out to both No Name and Beyonce for doing anything in the own right. They still black women out here making noise and creating conversations. So I love it. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. I mean, it's something to be said about how uh, No Name fans have been oddly quiet uh in terms of jumping out the window of coming out the beehive, but you know, that's a conversation nah, for another day. Nah, I think if you was on Twitter, you would see something different. The only thing is, is that beehive is like ten times bigger the, than the, the, the yeah. As a matter of fact, twenty oh, times bigger than No Name Camp. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't no amount, uh, ain't no amount of great criticisms and analysis out there in the Twitter world that's gonna be able to. I feel like. Compete with the volume of you know, I'm just being real in the magnitude of what the beehive saying and doing. As a matter of fact, all I called myself doing was making a tweet to clarify what I think what I think no names criticism was. And they got in your ass. Ah, uh, they still they still in my they still in my tournament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, leave it alone. Hey, the beehive yeah. is worse than motherfucking black Twitter. The, uh, the yeah, beehive, beehive is probably bigger than Black Twitter. Matter of fact, yeah. Black Twitter would beehive, collapse if they turned on the beehive. On Black Twitter, they right. have their, oh, yeah. their 